Good morning, Instagram, and now good morning, Facebook. Um, Friday morning, and we are bringing back, obviously, our lives, uh, doing both of them at the same time now. Uh, Stefan's not with me today, unfortunately, but I hope he's doing well. Um, he's let me know that he'll join in on next week if all things are going well and considering. So if you're watching this, of course, we're going to be talking about actually something that we realized with one of our members here. He has uh, made some great progress with me. His name's Dom. And uh, we're going to go through a case study, basically, and how we lost 10 kilos. It was actually awesome. We didn't realize it. We're going to post more about this, but I thought, why not give you the tools and the story of how he got there? So I meet a lot of people out there who do want to lose weight. Now, we don't push weight loss as the number at all times, but it can be the long-term goal. Now, if even for myself, I'm trying to lose weight, but I'm not focusing on the number just yet. Like with everyone that I do and everyone that I consult with, we first find out their lifestyles. And then after that, we start to develop habits. So let me give you a bit of a background story on Dom. So Dom was 120 kilos and he was looking to really reduce his body fat. He was saying that he was training hard, but he works long hours as a nurse, uh, night shift, day shifts, on call, everything in between. When I met Dom years ago, we were doing hit-based training. Now, that's not my typical style now. Now, And actually, I was meeting him through another gym I was working at, and it got him bought in. He wanted to know how he could lose weight, how he could decrease fat, increase muscle mass by doing HIIT training. Now, I happen to be employed by this. This is a job that I took on after quitting my full-time job. I actually loved it, don't get me wrong, because there's so many things about exercise, and I think um, all exercise components do have a time and place. Anyway, from here, we were talking about how we can get him to reduce weight. Now, when I was taking these classes, it wasn't my own gym at the time. Um, he was doing roughly around six to eight sessions per week. You heard that right? Six to eight hit pace sessions per week. And what we talked about earlier this week was saying, how do you feel now compared to then? Because this is not the first time that he's lost 10 kilos and hit the goal weight of 110. We still got more goals moving forward. But I asked him, how do you feel now? He goes, I feel, I don't feel sick. I don't feel sore. I don't feel tired. And this is the reason why I want to stick with this. So good makes us feel happy because it's now long-term based. So let's go through all the things that we went through at first. Now I'm gonna write it down because I tend to ramble and I wanna make sure that I'm gonna be staying on track. If you have any questions, of course, feel free to let me know, uh, comments, and I'll answer them as well. So the first thing when we met earlier this year, he wanted to set the goal of, hey look, I do want to be in the best shape possible. I do have a young daughter on the way. And I'd also like to be able to um, feel good as well. Everyone's entitled to do that. Just in case, side note, if you need permission to exercise and feel good, you have my permission to exercise and feel good. Everyone does. So what we did was we first looked at his exercising. We know that he can push. And my tendencies is to first know their personality. Is this the type of person that I need to push? Or is this a person that I need to pull back? No, Dom is a person that will push himself. So I will tend to pull them back and just make sure they understand one thing, that this is an infinite game. And what I mean by the infinite game is anyone can train hard for six weeks or 12 weeks, but what happens for the rest of your life? Six and 12 weeks is not a long time 
compared to the rest of your life, no matter who you are. So why did we have to push so hard for six and 12 weeks? We just want to develop some habits, know his personality and know what we can do to really judge his plan from here. Now his exercising was great. He knows how to push himself. He's actually very strong. Despite being untrained, he was able to bench press 100 kilos, squat 140 kilos, deadlift 150 kilos, stronger than me when I am detrained as well. When he came to me, he hasn't trained in six months. So that was the crazy part. That's how I knew that he could push hard. His limitation also was gonna be his injuries. So what we did from here is, first we noticed his personality, what things he would work well. What I did with Dom was make sure that he had a stable training plan. So I wrote a four week meso cycle or four week plan for him to train and say, hey, look, you're just easing yourself in now. All I want you to do is get some consistency because why? Works long hours, night shift, and also is not sleeping very well. So first is stability first. Four weeks, three days a week, see how it goes. Knowing him, and he did, he hit all of those 12 sessions on those four weeks. I said, how did you feel? He goes, oh, it's a bit easy. Good, we can now push a little bit more. Didn't touch anything to do with nutrition at this point in time. Hi guys, thanks for checking in. So once we got stable with his consistency, then we start to build on his intensity. We're going to intensity by increasing maybe more exercises. Maybe we start increasing intensity by doing more sets. And then we start to actually prescribe accordingly to how he feels. Now, just in case for you guys who don't know, what we do at Momentum is we have an app and we put prescription-based programs for each person. You will have to email us once per week and we go, how are you feeling? What did you think you did good in? What did you think you did bad in? And what do you think you want to improve on? And then we adjust your program accordingly. So that was where he, we worked really well. And I said, okay, for the next 12 weeks, we're just gonna make sure that we nail our check-ins, make sure we measure the things that we can measure, training, walking, eating if we can, and not so much macros just yet, and see how we can improve from there. We got some really good results with this. So what we do goes, hey, look, now we know we can push you more with no injuries presenting, your sleep levels are getting a little bit more consistent, and if anything happens, and this was the most important part, was to communicate. If you are not sleeping well, if something's come up, you just need to tell me as soon as possible. We'll adjust and pivot, because there's no point trying to push through a brick road, or brick wall, should I say. So from here, what we did is, then we started working on the last part, the nutrition aspect. Notice how I said I haven't done any cardio yet. This was the best part because all we wanted to do was build the three fundamentals. The first one was to create a stable plan that he can keep up, something that wasn't gonna push him off the edge and also start to affect his personal life. And then we started working on increasing the intensity based on how he feels. The only way we can do that was through communication. And I like communication because not only do you get to know who the person you're talking to, you don't get to know also just know me and I get to know you, but it's also us knowing about your goals, how you're struggling, what do you want to do? And it's also nice, don't forget what we call this is personal training. You wanna get the personal back into personal training. So communication was strong, loved it, it was great. And um, from here, he started to realize that he was lacking in energy 
So we said, hey, look, let's actually start to increase some of your carbohydrates. We have to track it first, see how you go, make sure you actually eat sustainably. So once we got the stable plan, the exercise program, once we increase the intensity and start to establish a good communication channel, we started working on nutrition. Now nutrition wise, first of all, we didn't understand what we were eating. So we just took some photos. Now what the photos we did was we take you know, all the food that you ate, anything that you drank for the next three days, gives me a better understanding. I can do a rough estimate and go, hey, look, maybe he's inconsistent with timing. Maybe it's preparation. Maybe it's food choices, or maybe it's all three. There's other aspects to it as well. So after we've done the photos, I do a rough estimate on his macros, and I start giving him some outlines. Now, there are two ways to do this. It depends on the person. Now I know this particular person was very educated, being a nurse. And so I said, I want you to be able to calculate your macros, put it into the app, report it back to me every single week and I can just check through and go, hey, look, let's play um, a bit of a measuring game and see how things go. Because all we're doing now is playing with numbers to see what we can do to get them there. Because if you're not measuring, you can't be managed. And so what we did from here was see how many carbs, proteins and fats he was going with, what the total amount of calories were and seeing how that changed across his body weight. Now, body weight is not always the best thing to go by. I say this because it can fluctuate dramatically. And guess what? It did. <laughs> so what happened was when we were trying to see how we can decrease his body fat, we had to know that body weight is not always going to be a direct correlation. It does help, but it's not always going to be the case. We went by how clothes feel and also how we looked as well. So we took photos for progress. Now, this is the fun part where you don't, may or may not have access to this, and if you do, go for it, see if you can. We have a body comp scanner, and we decided to do a body comp scan for just, for just for funsies, really, every single week as much as possible for the next 12 weeks. Now, with saying that, I don't recommend that everyone gets a body comp scanner every single week. If I'm being absolutely honest, you should only get it done every three to four weeks, or maybe even every 12 weeks, depending on how diligent you are with your habits. But because we want to track things and overtrack it, we did it just in case to see what we found. And honestly, every single scan I said, don't worry about the numbers. Are we ticking the boxes? Are we training? Are we looking at the intensity, making sure it's not too heavy and not too light as well? And are we also hitting our nutrients? We've heard yes, and we're not seeing any changes. I'm like, good. All we have to do now is make small changes afterwards. And what we did after that was add cardio. And notice how I said step four was to add cardio. Steps one was to make a stable plan. Step two was to make intensity uh, appropriate so he didn't have uh, a loss of balance in his life. And then the third part was to work at nutrition. And some people will be able to measure like Dom, but some people may be better off with a meal plan, which we don't do here, but we do give guidance on how to um, hit protein targets because that's quite important. Step four was to do cardio. And in my gym, we only have two forms of cardio. We have the air bike, and then we have the roller. Now it is inconsistent to try and go 50 calories on the air bike and 50 calories on the roller, because 50 calories on the air bike is not equivalent to 50 calories on the roller. So what I said was, hey look, let's just use the air bike because it's stable, it's consistent, 
all I want you to do is burn 100 calories per week on the air bike on top of your normal exercising and normal lifestyle and let's just see what happens. Week by week we start to see changes, we're left at 100 calories and then when we stopped seeing a change, that's when we start to go, hey look, let's make that small incremental change to see what happens. Add another 50 calories, add another 50 calories and even to this point for the last, I think it's for the last almost six weeks now, we haven't changed it to be more than 250 calories on the air bike per week. Even saying that we may have even decreased it because now we're pushing more weight. We're actually getting stronger. So Dom's actually been able to bench press 120 kilos. He's got some PBs along the board. Um, so we've made some great progress, which only doing minimal amount of cardio. There's one thing I want everyone to hear right now is cardio is a good way to burn fat. Yes, but it shouldn't be your main way of doing it. We've got so many other things that can take into effect. Thermogenic effect of food is one of them. Muscle mass, strength training, and also even just saying that your sedentary lifestyle, are you taking enough steps? Those are things that can play a better effect on your weight loss or your fat loss than just doing cardio in the gym. So once we've done this, we start to see a great amount of change. And honestly, this is the story that I wanted to tell everyone. You don't have to starve yourself. You don't have to intermittent fast. These are things that we didn't do. We didn't have to do keto or low carb. You don't have to do endless amounts of hours on cardio. All we have to do is look at five or four, sorry, very simple things. One is to have a stable plan. And a stable plan is going to be something that you can keep doing for the rest of your life or for a period of time. So if you're a uni student and you don't have exams, you have a set roster at work, you know that you can do two or three days per week for the next 10 weeks, great. And then you have exams for two weeks, that's fine. What you do in exams is you focus on them because you should actually try and hit them. And then after that, we set back into another 10 weeks. For people who are working, maybe financial year is a busy time. Maybe you have a busy time during the year. Try and predict it before it happens. And then you make sure you can do your two days and then your three days. And then if you feel like you can adjust, you try to add more on top. Stability is gonna be the thing that helps you most. You don't wanna do something that you can do only for the next three weeks, and then for the next you know, 49 weeks of the year, it's not an option. That's what we want to avoid. From here, we want to make sure the intensity is appropriate. And this is what I mean by, by HIIT training. I think it's a great way to work you, but it shouldn't be the only way to get you there. So intensity needs to be appropriate for you. You want to make sure that it's something that challenges you, but something that doesn't push you off the edge. Uh, what we do here is we use the reps and reserve or RPE scales. So for example, if you're doing an RPE 10, that means maximum effort, you can't do absolutely any more. If you're doing RPE 9, you've got one more rep left or one rep in reserve. If you've got an RPE 7, that's three reps in reserve or you know, three reps left in the tank. These are ways that we can start to mediate. So make sure you have some sort of way to mark your progress because we actually trained for four weeks hard. One week we did a bit of a cardio and um, less weight and then we progressed again. From there, now start to look at your nutrition. Now this is just how we run our method here. The reason why I want nutrition to be the third step is because it can get very overwhelming. Once you have developed a good intensity and stable consistent habit of training, then we can start to break down nutrition because you don't want to try and do nutrition while exercising and then you just go, what's going on? I'm lost. 
and then you fall off. That's the worst thing that we can do. Let's focus on one thing. If you want to know a bit of an analogy for this, it's kind of like a dog. You throw two tennis balls in the opposite direction, they end up trying to chase it, and they end up getting none of them, okay? So focus on one thing, make that happen, and then focus on the next. From there, it was cardio. Stage four was about doing cardio that was sustainable. Nothing too hard, nothing too easy, but sustainable. Now, this is my suggestions when it comes to cardio. I don't recommend running. I know I'm running at the moment, but I don't recommend it uh, to be for something that you can do all the time because of the impact. So even with, even with me, I'm a beginner runner. Um, I only try and do two days a week, one of the bigger one on a Wednesday, and then a smaller one on Sunday, just to see how it feels on my joints, my knees, and also my feet. Because don't forget, you're putting all your body weight into it. So what can you do instead? We recommend walking, so steps, if that's possible, a cross trainer, a rower, an air bike, a spin bike, and um, a recumbent bike, anything along those lines that can help you get a consistent amount of time. And generally I like to say 20 minutes, but something that can be measurable too. So that's where it's hard with a spin bike unless you've got a, uh, a wristwatch that takes uh, calories, so a smartwatch, or you can use a phone, or you have a Garmin strap, anything along those lines. Those are things that you can use to replicate. But as long as you're not comparing both of them at the same time. What we do here is we just use the calories on the screen and see how that runs as well. It's not as accurate, but it is consistent. So now when we're talking to Dom, we always ask him, how are you feeling? Now something that you may probably think is odd that really worked was giving him three weeks of just enjoying Okay, just enjoying. I told him, you have a three week diet break. It's not really a diet break because we don't diet here. But what we did was three weeks of just going, hey look, I still want you to train consistently. I still want you to do your cardio. We're gonna reduce it by 50 calories. We dropped it down to 100. And then I just want you to enjoy your food for a little bit. Okay, it happened to be a month where it was celebrating. So I said, why not just take three weeks? Just don't go overboard. And I trusted him with this. We only do this with people that can trust the process and learn the process too. So I trusted him to go, hey, look, take a break for three weeks, still train, still do your cardio, reduced amounts, and eat more food, okay? This way it gives him a psychological break from thinking that he can't eat something all the time. Something that we established from this was that he actually started to understand that he was used to overeating before seeing me and now he understands how much is a good amount for him to eat, so he's not trying to eat till up here. He's just eating to be sustainable, but still enjoying his life, still enjoying his food as well. So team, if you're watching this, I want you to understand those four things. Create a stable habit, okay? I think habits drive results. So you create a stable habit with exercise training. Make sure it's the right intensity. Start looking at your nutrition and see how you can track this. See what the effect of nutrition does on you and then start to implement some cardio and start with the minimal amount first, not the maximal amount. That's all guys. If you have any questions about weight loss or if you have any questions about what you like to do, let us know. We always love talking about these topics and especially if you want to know more, we'll put it onto our next live and we can answer your questions for you. Thank you everybody. If you're in Perth, have a great weekend. If you want to watch this again, feel free to head over to my IGTV on Facebook, oh, sorry, on Instagram. And if you want to listen to this, head over to our podcast. It's the Momentum Active Podcast and you can find that on Spotify and also on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you, everybody. 
Have a great weekend.